to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking. I just count the hours. Stop tripping. I'm yeah, welcome. Welcome to Throwback. This is Throwback to School, the podcast where we talk about stuff we liked in high school and whether it's good anymore or not, and we listen to uh, artists who should be canceled. This is Andrew, and alongside me is my co-host who will hopefully never be canceled, and her name is... Liza. Liza. Not canceled. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. Not yet. I won't... uh, Certainly, I won't cancel you (laughs) yet. Oh, Thank you. Oh, yeah, you, I have no kindest I, promise. I have no reason to cancel you right now, so I'm not going to do it. What um, what are we listening to? That was Kanye. Oh, West. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. Kanye West. Okay. Kanye West. I thought um, of, uh, we were talking about a different Kanye. No, the the one and the one and the same. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Kanye West. No one man should have all that power. Mm-hmm. Much <laughs> like all these kids who share different powers. Oh. Um, I see what you did there. Thank you. Thank you. Are you canceling your subscription to Kanye West? Canceling my subscription? Yeah, uh, I have a weekly subscription. He sends me a letter every week. That's, oh, God. That's just like, yeah, it's, it is... Um, it's widely different mm-hmm. per week. Per week, yeah. <laughs> Some weeks it's like, have you heard of this Trump guy? And then other weeks it's like... Um, I'm woke. I'm woke, yeah. <laughs> um, Liza, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. We're uh, midway through summer. Midway through summer. It's the midsummer point. Uh huh. Hey, almost like that movie Midsummer. Hopefully, less people get killed. I hope during this podcast. Yeah. I don't. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if people actually. I assume people get killed in that movie. It's a horror movie, right? It's an A24 horror movie, so I assume people get killed. What's A24? A24 is the production company. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. They don't necessarily like a, a, always the type of horror movie. Well, they don't. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's like a one steak sauce, a 24 <laughs> horror movie. Um, they don't necessarily just do horror. They have a movie out that I'm going to see this week called the farewell, which looks like I'm going to. Oh my God. Cry. I really want to see that. Oh boy. Aquafina. Oh, I love Aquafina. Looks like a queen in that movie. Yeah. She, oh my God. It looks so good. I think it's so sweet because uh, the little bit that I know from Aquafina's real life is that she was raised by her dad and her grandma. And so I think I'm excited to like see her in that role of like the whole story is about like the whole family mm-hmm. taking care of their grandma and like not telling her that she's sick or something. She right? has, she gets cancer, I yeah. think. And the tradition that's no, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about no. today, but the, uh, the, I think the tradition in China is you just don't tell yeah. The relative that they're dying so mm-hmm. that they can just enjoy like they can just live out the rest right. of their life like nothing's happening and not have to burden them mm-hmm. but i kind of feel like if they're going to have can- you know if they're gonna have cancer shouldn't they know so that like when they start like experiencing pain and sickness they're not like what's going on yeah yeah i mean and also it i guess it, i would assume it would come to like a certain point in the cancer because like you can beat some cancers right if you- take i i assume right procedure i would assume so. that you'll we'll find out in the movie that like she has like inoperable right cancer. like, like there's just no or either like it's like there's no like there's no cure or like 
she's so far in age that like yeah. there's no like the would treatment would hurt to her take, yeah. right. mm-hmm. that's my assumption yeah so. i think it'll be a really sad movie but i'm really excited to see oh boy it. yeah yeah I i'm for sure gonna cry gates. during that movie yeah but I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. So, Anyways, um, what congrats we, and going to see it. Thank you. I'll take that. Congrats. Um, <laughs> what we are talking about today is not a crime not movie. At all. Not at all. Uh, it's very British. It's so British. It's so British. It is a TV show called Misfits. Mm-hmm. It's about a group of, uh, let's say, uh, rough youths. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe a couple of kids like to get in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Five and, of them, uh, five of them, and so it's about it's about a group of kids who are like in like community service. Yeah. They've all done various crimes. They're like old enough. They're probably like they're old enough to have committed uh, like actual crimes, right? But not old enough to like go to prison or like there's some weird circumstance to the crime that they've committed yeah so they're like doing they don't actually do jail right so they're doing community service Mm -hmm. and while they're there they're all all struck by lightning there's a weird hail storm yeah like a big storm happens Mm -hmm. and they all get powers from the storm Mm -hmm. and in the first episode we kind of slowly they start to slowly show you all their powers one girl can read people's minds Mm mm-hmm one guy can turn invisible. Uh, we find out that one the the one guy can he's like a precog, right? He can see moments into the future. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one girl, the can, one girl, like she brings out like people's lust or something when they right. touch her. Yeah, they like they touch her and they automatically want to have sex with her. Right. And then uh, we have and a, are like highly aggressive. Women. Yes. And then we have one character whose powers have not been doled out yet in the mm-hmm. show. By the end of the first episode, you still don't know if yeah. he does if he has one right. or not. And um, then the probation officer turns into like a raging Hulk monster. Yeah, it's like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of thing where he can act, quote unquote, normal like his normal self before the storm. Or you know maybe like a Bruce Banner, Incredible Hulk, like the original, which is the same uh, story. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and then randomly there's a beast inside of him that will just like he cannot control his anger to mm-hmm. the point that he murders people yeah his eyes turn white and he becomes like a rage zombie a gargoyle yeah um so in the first episode we're dealing with these children who all get powers mm-hmm. they and all are crass they're all crass so they're much all crass i mean they're all kind of knuckleheads if you ask me <laughs> Um, yeah, they all have yeah. varying degrees of like uh, indecipherable British accents at yeah, some point. Yeah, they all sound like they're um, from very different parts of England. Yeah, one uh, of them is Irish. I think the the kid whose powers we don't know yet. He's, right, the he's curly got, haired, the curly kid haired kid is Irish, and I think it's uh, Kelly is the one who can read people's minds. Mm-hmm. I think she has what's it's a Derby accent. I think is that oh, dialect. Okay. So they 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 insult her with the word chav yeah which i was explained uh a little while ago that in england that's like the british version of white trash oh okay um and so she could be from the city or she could be from like outskirts of the city Mm -hmm. and um but yeah and i don't know that the yeah whatever the actress is i don't think that's how the actress talks no that is her i I did read that like this is one of the few roles she's been able to use like her actual accent in so that's I'm cool. sure she was pretty happy to yeah, like, be able to like. That's cool. I I have to put on subtitles to watch the show. I yeah. had to back then, especially because I wasn't used to 
British accents in general, but because of her, I have to have yeah subtitles because I don't understand what she yeah. says. Yeah. So this show premiered in 2009. Uh-huh. Did you watch it on TV or did you see it on DVD or like how did you come across it? I um I used the internet. What <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I uh, I committed a crime. And okay, well, we're moving. So the next question. I hope nobody in the French police department is listening to this. Um, <laughs> yeah, because they're really like cracking down. Yeah, they're, those they're crimes yeah, it's like a years. cold case that they're like <laughs> one. The one officer is just like socle. <laughs> He has like a room with like all the red strings like going across like From trying to one connect. Side, there's my name and my yeah. house, and he can't figure out how they connect. And now he's listening to this podcast, and he finally, finally, the final string. He's running out of catch me. He's running oh, out of yarn, no. and he has one string left, and he finally can do it. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome, Officer Sir Police, Officer LeBlanc. <laughs> um, I love that you still have that. What? Stereotypical accent, even though you know French people. <laughs> <laughs> like, every time I'm like, have you ever met a French person in your life? But for you, I know that you have. Right, I'm sitting across from one. <laughs> it don't matter. And I've seen uh, Beauty and the Beast, and I think I'm friends with Lumiere. Oh, so, um, okay. So it's all good. I, it's all good. It's all good. And Lumiere says it's cool that I do that accent, yeah. so I'm actually in the clear. And I'm not going to get canceled. So You're nice using try. The same excuses, like, oh no, my cousin's neighbor is French. So yeah, I'm, I can say it. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool that I say that word. Uh, a person I met when I was like six years old was black, so I can use. <laughs> Yikes! Yikes! Oh boy! Awkward. Um, so why, what, why misfits, Liza? What happened? Um, you know, I, I was trying to. We were so we watched the first episode of the mm-hmm. first season today. Um, there's five seasons total. I don't. Re- I don't think I finished the whole thing. Yeah. I might have watched three seasons, maybe four. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recall who recommended it to me, but my guess was my brother, John. John Jolly. John Jolly, because he recommends TV to me constantly since and I was a kid. let's face it john's a fucking dork so yeah. this seems like the right up his alley oh boy he's gonna love that um <laughs> hey john you got a problem you come on this podcast and you talk to me about it okay. uh, yeah uh yeah he should come and score some beef with you yeah That'll do we be have fun beef for everyone right now you do oh okay <laughs> Call John should hurt. know. John should know. I'm a huge coward and uh, will back down from any confrontation. So That's okay, he will too. Um, anyway, it's just a podcast of 45 minutes of us <laughs> apologizing to each other. I mean, I listen to no, that. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. Um, so he probably recommended it to me, and then I um downloaded it from the and then watched it, and I was the only one watching it, so it didn't really have anybody to talk about it with mm-hmm. um i must have downloaded it with subtitles because um how else would you understand I these have understood her mm-hmm. and or any of them uh and i really liked it mm-hmm. it's from 2009 yeah it's a very so it's a, in the way that like you would imagine kids getting powers like mm-hmm. you know there none of these kids are like goody two shoes at least from like the beginning they're all kind of like different stages of like rascals like mm-hmm. they're all kind of like you said earlier they're all kind of foul mouth they're all kind of 
irreverent, you know, like uh, anti-establishment kid. So it's yeah. not the typical like, oh, I got powers. I'm going to go save the name. It's not mm-hmm. Spider-Man getting powers. No, it's, it's all it's sort of like kids. it's yeah. like the the kid version of Suicide Squad or something. Yeah, it's a like, little suicide. It's a little Suicide Squaddy. Um, they also it's also because it's British. It's not an American network. Mm-hmm. They are they can be so much crasser on TV. Yeah. Um, then they could ever like the amount of crass is like HBO. Yeah. Comparison to here. Like, mm-hmm. they, it's kind of funny. Like, I feel like I forget. I, I get so used to American television. It's also, and like, I watch a lot of things on HBO, but yeah. it's still like when you watch it, when it's outside of the U S it's, it feels so much more like, Oh my God, like yeah. disgusting. And like, completely offensive right it's there's a there's a full scene where like the there's two two of the male characters are having a conversation with each other over like which of the two of them gets to like fuck which other girl Mm -hmm. and it's it's three boys and two girls yeah they have this weird ass conversation about like well we got to figure it out now because there's there's like only two girls and there's three of us and it's i mean this is 2009 so and i'm not excusing it for this but like it's 2009 so like culturally we were in a different place and also i'm not i'm not caught up as to like what british you know television culture is like if like this is presented as like something that's not that big of a deal but like yeah it's presented not as a like you. These two male characters are no. being so gross. It's I also like, think that's still. A th- I wouldn't be surprised if that's still a thing in high school now. Right, but I think like the way it would be presented on television would be like, it maybe there'd be one of the characters who's like, eh, guys, like, what are we doing here? Yeah. But instead, they're both like they are presented both as like our heroes, and it's almost played for laughs that these two guys are like, all right, which one do you want? Which one I want that one? And you know, it's like they are talking about it as if like it's an inevitability that we're going to sleep with these girls yeah so like we should get this squared away now mm-hmm. so that it's not confusing later that like you know we're trying to put our dicks in the same girl wouldn't that be funny yeah right and then and and also meanwhile deprecating both of them like right <laughs> just like well we gotta fuck her but we can't really work at it or be nice to her yeah. or try to like have her like me. I just yeah. got to figure out how to fuck her. Right. Like, it's just like, I mean, we're just boys and girls. So like, it's just going it to happen. It has to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's, there's a couple things like that, that it just, I, again, it's like we, we weren't in the same place culturally. This mm-hmm. is from 10 years ago. So like yep. there are some things that I think were this made today, they wouldn't include it or it would be shot as like, it would be look at how look character. at how look at how like backwards these two characters are. Yeah, there would be there would be kind of a, a moment savior character telling them that to cool it down or right. to fuck off or whatever. Right. Uh they also like there's a couple scenes with the the curly haired dude, which is he's kind of our main. I mean, they're all main characters, but, but we sort of we follow, his, follow story his story more in mm-hmm. the first episode, at least. Like mm-hmm. he, we follow him going to driver he goes to his mom's house she's kicked him out so that because like her boyfriend doesn't like him so Mm -hmm. she said it's either you or him and i'm choosing him yeah which it sounds really harsh but you understand also later that like nobody likes this guy like he's just he's a really difficult person little child in a teenage body Mm -hmm. and he's just constantly like pushing people away and being dick to everyone and so it, it just you want to feel bad for him, but also like you everyone has limits yeah. and and everybody needs to like, and the mom comes to the point where she's like, I love you and I will check up on you, but you need to like understand what you're doing. Right. Um, 
Especially, it's kind of hard to tell how old they're supposed to be. They could be 17. They could be 20. Yeah. Because it's like Europe. So they're like, they're smoking and, and talking about like getting drunk. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it, but then they're also like committing crimes and getting um, community service work. So it, yeah. it's kind of hard to tell. They're not being really explicit. They're not in school because right. otherwise they wouldn't be able to during the day go do community service could be Uh, summer break baby yay find some fun summer plans Mm -hmm. for them yeah uh so you kind of follow him a little bit more than the other characters at least from the beginning episode one um and there's a couple scenes where he's just completely disgusting makes constant jokes about other people yeah like having sex or whatever like is very like visual about it um yeah it's all fun. It's all fun. All fun. <laughs> it's and funny because, like, I remember those scenes making me feel uncomfortable in high school, but not as much as now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. I think it's just I'm not used to it anymore to like see it on TV. I yeah. Think. There's also a weird scene where um, is it Alicia or Aisha mm-hmm. the the girl with the also she's got curly hair. Mm-hmm. She's the one who like when people touch her, she people want to fuck her real bad. Yeah. Um she is like describing this scene where she like was oh in trouble God. with a cop and that's then how like, she got into yeah and so like she takes a breathalyzer and pretends like she's sucking a dick sucking a dick yeah and it's just like and the three male characters are watching her like oh because she's doing whoa, it she's telling uh, the <laughs> she's telling the story and then re redoing re- it with a bottle with yeah, a bottle of water yeah. which is like absurd it's, it's so ridiculous yeah and like, like i don't believe that anybody would do that yeah and, and also like the three like boys are all like looking like they're about to bust in yeah. their pants just like <laughs> they cannot believe it. it's like a cartoon like wolf with the tongue yeah. slipping out of his right mouth yeah they moment. might as well all like be like steam should be coming out of their yeah. ears just like it was it was so cartoony but when but. you think about it it's a person like like licking garbage like right. a piece of plastic yeah. like it's just absurd it's so gross yeah <laughs> um so yeah it's uh real fun i it turns into like your kind of your classic um sci-fi-ish it doesn't feel like a sci-fi because yeah. there's not a whole lot of uh special effects it's um, interesting because i feel like this came out the same time as heroes or around the same time as heroes yeah. in, it did, in yeah. here some some and so it kind of like felt that. like almost the 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 other side of the coin to heroes where like heroes was about like some goody two-shoes characters but also there were some baddies in there yeah but, but they weren't the like baddies are not like they're it's still pretty cute well siler or si- was oh, it siler no, he yeah. just chops he's, he's bad heads he's off. a bad boy I forgot about that he's a real bad boy <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he's not presented as like a rap scallion where like these characters are all like you you do like them to varying degrees but they are like bad kids right you're not yeah it's like it's trying to speak to the to the bad kids to in the, the world the, yeah the right? anti anti-establishment culture mm-hmm. yeah yeah the, i mean that's why the show is called misfits right like right. they're all their own versions of misfits they mm-hmm. never felt like they were fitting in their own environments right. and then now they're like put together going through the same experience their powers is also sort of like x-men in terms of like or at least some of X-Men where their powers is really related to their personalities a mm-hmm. lot. It's like it didn't they weren't born with them, but somehow the storm it made it, it matches yeah. who they are as a person. So like the kid that is invisible is already the he's super introverted and mm-hmm. like feels like he's not seen by other people yeah. or he can't 
he can't fully like be himself in front of other people. So that's kind of matching um, the, the the girl that is like when people touch her, they're like seduced or whatever. They mm-hmm. like want to fuck her really bad or whatever. She's already kind of has that personality that is would be seen from the outside as like always wanting to like seduce everyone yeah. all the time, which is an easy thing for men to misread yeah exactly or for women to get targeted like that um so and then the 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 guy who can turn back time which i think at some point he can also oh no i guess he can he can see in the future and then i think later he can turn back time Uh, or something like that anyway it's he used to be a runner so there's like something with like speed yeah um that aspect i love i already loved x-men by the time i was in high school so that definitely like ticked that box for me mm-hmm. um it was interesting also in high school i watched skins which is another mm-hmm. british show i've heard of it i haven't seen it yeah it has nothing to do with powers but it's like then i'm not interested <laughs> goodbye it's kind of like degrassi or or you know drake's in it no. in a wheelchair <laughs> i don't think there's anybody of color sadly in Uh-oh. skins which is weird for england but also for a show called skins <laughs> It should just be called skin. Maybe there was. I don't know. I need to look at the cast again. But the that show is just like high school slice of life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I watched that. And so I guess I was on a, a little bit of a British kick in high school. Mm-hmm. Not a lot, though, compared to other people. Anyway, have you seen... You've seen the, the show before? I've seen, I think, at least the first season maybe mm-hmm. it's been like it's it's been quite some time since i've seen it like i think i would have gotten the dvds off of either very early netflix or when blockbuster was around they had their own version of netflix where they sent you the dvds mm-hmm. so i would say i haven't seen this show for probably nine years yeah and is my guess seen the first season and i've only seen the first one now that i know it's on hulu i might i might Oh. keep going Uh-oh. uh maybe but i'm yeah um i might i don't know how far in the show did you get well i i gotta look at it again the the cast changes a lot after the end of the first season right by like season five none of the main none, characters yeah. in this are in and it. they and it's like trickling out like by the end of the second season the guy with the fluffy hair doesn't come like he's done yeah uh, so in, in season three, they introduce new characters to kind of cover the fact that there might be a kid that dies uh-huh. in season one or two. So then by three, they've replaced two of them already. Mm-hmm. And then by four, even more. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, by five, none of the original cast is there anymore. Um, when they introduce a new character, it's not like they're just replacing the same power. They're right. like, it's a whole, it's a new, whole new character t- thing. Um and like I said earlier, it's it's kind of your classic um, uh, drama sci-fi show where like each episode they fight a villain sure. together, even though they don't really quite get along, but they still like, because they're going through the same experience and they're the only ones that know each other's secrets, that they are kind of forced to go through these different things together. Uh, you find out that like because it was a storm throughout the city at first you're thinking that it only happened to them or it was a freak accident where the storm only happened near them yeah but later on like they meet like bad evil people trying to kill them that did go through the same stuff got it 
uh, sort of like you know a Buffy or Charmed, mm-hmm. where you're you're fighting a villain every time. Yeah. Um. So that also ticked that box for mm-hmm. me. Um. What did you think of the show? Watching it today, what would you rate it out of five superheroes? Oh my blurb! Out of five bad teenagers to get powers, what would you rate the show? Bad boys. Um. I'm watching it today. I had a good time. I definitely, if I had a lot of time on my hands, which I don't, because um, I'm going to catch up on a lot of other things I want to watch, um, I would probably continue watching it again. Uh-huh. Um, maybe someday I will get to do that and get to season five. I thought it was pretty good. There's some like very 2000-y stuff. Yeah. Uh, the music is not great, but that might just be because it's British. I don't feel like... It could have also been a licensing thing where like the yeah. show got the music got replaced when it went onto Hulu or like streaming. That's true. So it I may not I even be the original they didn't music. Spend, like I don't think it's a super high budget show, no. and so I don't think music was their priority. Yeah. Um, there's not that many characters. They're not paying that many actors either. It's very kind of closed assemble cast. Uh, but for but. today, my rating would be out of five community service workers. Oh, like a a three? Yeah, that seems a little low. I don't know. I think I'd have to watch a little more because I yeah. kind of forget if the plot is like kind of makes sense. Yeah, I also think <sighs> I have a problem now with shows, and it might be because I've watched too many shows that went that route in terms of plot. The whole like we murdered someone together, and but we're not going to tell anybody. No cops, and we're like. We can't say anything. <sighs> it's a little, yeah, that trope is a little. It's a little overdone. Yeah. And and it's really hard for me to like believe that they're a good person. Mm-hmm. Like even if it was an accident, which for them it was. They, right. They killed. Their parole officer is a, a monster a who was trying to kill them. Yeah. And they, they did defend themselves. But because there was another hidden dead kid yeah. that the, the, um, Parole officer. The parole officer killed and, and there's all these things and they're already targeted as people that do bad things and commit crimes. Like yeah. I understand that part. There's a couple of kids of color. Like so they decide that nobody would believe them, which I, I it makes sense. Like when they explain him, like oh, okay, it's not fully like nonsensical. Yeah. But it's hard for me to like believe them as good people inside mm-hmm. after that happens. I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, but if and, like, they only show one of them being remorseful of keeping it as a secret. Yeah. Which is the the black kid. Yeah. Uh, the guy that can kind of revert time or whatever. Or, or precog. Uh, Curtis? I think Curtis, yeah. yes. Uh, he's the only one that can... That has that thing of, like, well, no, we should just go to the cops. Yeah. Like, we can just explain all this and the other ones convince him that they can't. Yeah. Um, so that's the part that, I don't know. I'm kind of fed up with that trope, but it mm-hmm. might be because I've seen way too many shows that do that. Yeah. Um, it's not just this show. Uh, but yeah, three out of five, probably. Mm-hmm. I might get up to three, 3.75. 3. Okay. Watching more of it. Mm-hmm. How about you? Three. Three? I was give it three. I think it's an interesting premise. Mm-hmm. Like a good, fairly good start, but doesn't because like we only watched the first episode obviously they're not going to give away too much Mm -hmm. so yeah i think three is a fair rating Mm -hmm. for it did you prepare a surprise bar i did 
good. <laughs> This is the Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again version of Fernando by Cher and Andy Garcia. Can you hear the drums, Fernando? Well, that's a total surprise, prize. <laughs> I remember long ago another starry night like Oh my God, I haven't listened to Cher in such a long time. I forgot what she sounded like. In the firelight, Fernando. Fernando. You were humming to yourself. Not bad. Was that bad? It kind of sounds like. I also like the Andy Garcia gets a co-billing in this when he's just like, like a barely a voice in the background of like behind her. He's doing that Frank Sinatra thing where he's like talk singing because he can't pump yeah. dancing. Yeah. Anyways, surprise. Wow, prize. I'm so surprised. Gotcha. My surprise prize is. A question, I guess. I don't know. A you topic. Got, is there a question mark at the end of your thing here? Because then you can tell if it's a question. Okay. Uh, there is a question at some point in my surprise prize. Great. <laughs> um, no, I was just thinking, uh, I was reminded that in high school, I so I took a lot of literature classes. Mm-hmm. Because I had to, and I wasn't a huge reader, but in I high took school, a lot of literature classes because I wanted to. Well, which is exactly why I brought it up. Dork, I'm a fucking dork. <laughs> um, I realized that I liked reading plays in uh-huh. high school. At least the plays that we had to read for school. I had a lot of fun reading them. We had to read some like old stuff, like, uh-huh. uh, like Greek plays which are kind of yuck well there's a lot of like incest and yeah weird drama that like reading is in high school feels like what but it it, it's like a a good base because it is referenced a lot in other more recent stuff like Mm -hmm. and especially in in like psychology and stuff they reference those um, tropes and stories as examples for certain things um anyway and then on top of that we read some more like uh like french classic uh renaissance stuff that was interesting and then uh, the one that i was reminded of recently was this writer um from ireland called samuel beckett mm-hmm. i don't know if you don't know who that is. i've heard the name before. yeah and so he uh in like mid-century so uh 1940s or something like that uh-huh. 50s 60s he uh, moved to France and lived in France for a really long time, and he was famous. Dur- he was famous as a writer while he was alive, which doesn't happen very often, especially at the time. Keep talking. I'm going to check something real quick. Okay. I, it's this, this relates to Samuel Beckett. Okay. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know who Samuel Beckett is, he wrote a couple of plays. One of them is. Um, Waiting for Godot, and there's another one. So some of them are super post-apocalyptic, depressing. Most of them are. Um, And they're very kind of hard to read in terms of like, it's not super explicit. It's very abstract. And so as a teenager, it would be really hard to read. But because we went through it in class, it was like hyper explained and like all the different 
different ways to write something was explained to me. And I, I don't know, I felt I kind of like enjoyed that a lot in high school. And I, I was wondering if I should revisit it now as an adult. Um, one of the cool things uh, about Samuel Beckett, which I love that you just pulled that book, mm-hmm. um, is that later on, oh, no, I later on, I found out that um, so Samuel Beckett lived in a small place Mm -hmm. uh, a small little village in the middle of france and had a pickup truck yep which was not uh a huge like not a lot of people had cars Mm -hmm. because it's like rural area and and pickup trucks are not a big thing in like europe in general like unless you're like have a farm i don't think he had a farm i just think he liked having a pickup truck and uh do you want to tell the story he used to pick up a young Andre the Giant because Andre the Giant couldn't fit in the bus to go to school. So Samuel Beck would pick him up in the back of his pickup truck and yeah. take him to school. Which I think is the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Especially if you read his stuff is so dark and depressing and like super pejorative on the world. I mean, it, it has its own kind of dark beauty to it but uh-huh. it's just really it's not light reading at all it's very heavy and, yeah and so you kind of feel you have this idea of the writer as this like oh my gosh he must be such a tormented sad like introverted mm-hmm. just hating himself kind of person and because of his writing which doesn't i mean that's how i saw it in high school and so i don't know maybe i wouldn't do that yeah. now but um it's just like I feel like with writing, you get this idea of someone because there's no visuals and you're getting this yeah. really personal stuff. And so you make an idea in your head. And then I later on, like years later, and I don't know that many people that know who Samuel Beckett is. Mm-hmm. And so it, that story popped up somewhere. I yeah. forget where. And I didn't know that much about Andre the Giant besides, you know, pop culture stuff. Um, Princess Bride. And, yeah, yeah, or just like wrestling in general. And yeah. that he's French. Like, that's all I knew. Um, and that he's... I'm going a, to kill Hulkamania. <laughs> and that he was... he's He was a, a big person. Yeah. Um, and... And I heard that story and I just thought it was so sweet. Like... Yeah. This writer didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But he just like, yeah, I'll drive you to school. Like, mm-hmm. no problem, man. Yeah. Like, you can't fucking fit in the yeah. bus because you're too big. What I did is I got up and I pulled from the shelves... Uh, this comic book that was written about Andre the Giant by Box Brown called Life and Legend. Really good. Mm -hmm. Like there is two uh, Andre the Giant graphic novels out. This is the good one. Mm -hmm. There's another one that's not as good. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But the Box Brown Andre the Giant one is very good. Yeah. Um, Kaylin read that book and told me about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I watched the Andre the Giant HBO. Oh man, that was so. Sad. Now I know a lot more about yeah, it. Yeah, Do not tweet me about it. Yeah, I, I forget. I thought it was such a good story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very interesting person. Very interesting person. Like very like sad life too. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, all that to say, I this is uh, all leading up to remembered a that I loved that I really like reading plays and I was wondering if I would like it still and and the only play I've read recently as an adult was the Harry Potter Cursed Child uh-huh. one and I had a lot of fun reading it I know a lot of people didn't like it I didn't mind it mm-hmm. that much um and then I was gonna I was like oh I should ask Andrew if he read plays but you participated I in, acted plays, in plays yeah. and you wrote plays mm-hmm. so did you read any 
I didn't read any for fun. Mm. Like it was not. I. Uh, I. This sounds so pretentious. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Um, I, <laughs> I cannot ra- wait. I rarely read a play that I wasn't acting in. <laughs> but like because you would have to read it to then act it. Right. Like in your, like in I was doing two to class. two to three plays a year for the last couple of years in high school, and so for me to like read a play for fun it would have to be like between shows mm-hmm. when i'm like trying to and I, my memory is like total shit mm-hmm. when it comes to like stuff that i should remember mm-hmm. and so if i start reading a different play while i'm trying to memorize yeah a play that i'm supposed to know oh boy yeah like it would just be a, a total shit show so mm-hmm. um I mean, to be fair, that and like during the summer, the last thing I want to do is like read more plays when I've already been working on them for like nine months of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no. That's <laughs> I, fair. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I didn't start reading for fun until I was an adult right. because there was so much reading for school for so long. Mm-hmm. That, and I'm not a great, I don't, I don't consider myself a great reader to begin with. Like, sure. I'm not fast or it just kind of takes me a while. Um, I don't get very motivated to read. And so I didn't read for fun until like after college. Yeah. So everything I've read before that was mandated. Yeah. Like required for school. Um, there were definitely a few things that I read in high school for fun, like mm-hmm. books and stuff. Uh-huh. But, and not a lot. I mean, still like I was. Well, you read comic books and stuff a little bit. Not really in high school. Oh, no. I yeah, kind of, I kind of fallen out of high school. And then you came back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, this is unrelated to plays, but do you want to know when I really started getting back into, into comic books? This is, this is very Uh stupid. Was on our honeymoon. We were in Maui. (laughs) We were in Maui and like one of the gifts, somebody just gave us like a bunch of like spending money Uh for our honeymoon and we were in Maui and there just happens to be like a bookstore nearby. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a Barnes and Noble and they were like having like a huge graphic novel sale. (laughs) And so I was like, you know, like... I'm gonna stay inside and uh, read this yeah, exactly, comic. Exactly, in but Maui. like Jillian had, like my wife had bought like a couple books and brought in a few more with her, and so she was like, "Yeah, just you know, like when I'm reading, you should grab something for you to read too." And so I was like, "Okay, well." And at that time, DC had just started the New Fifty Two, which was their like big universe like mm. reboot. Mm-hmm. So like everything started off with issue one again, mm. and so I was like, oh, "This seems like a good jumping on point for me to start reading this again," mm-hmm. and. Then I started reading. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. Um, my my rebirth into comics came from the shitty DC reboot, the New Fifty Two, that everybody universally hates. <laughs> Thank um, you, Maui. Thanks, Maui. Thank you. God, I'm so glad I got married. I got to read comics again. Um, it's a very yeah. I mean, like we. It's not like we didn't do anything, but it was like a ah, you know, like I have some. We have some time. Like neither of us at our jobs. You know, like we can go walk around the beach and then like when when we're in our downtime, we can read together. And so I was like, I'll read some comic books. (laughs) And so it wasn't just DC. I also read Invincible and some other good, some good books, too. But um, and there's some good DC stuff. I mean, Uh the Wonder Woman, Brian Azzarello, is that his last name? Um, Mm. Wonder Woman run was pretty good. So there's a few things in there that are okay. Okay. Scott Snyder's Batman is okay. Okay, I didn't need that. I need to calm down. Um, but yeah, so that has nothing to do with reading plays. But no, but um, and then my other question. Oh, because then I was a thinking about it, and I was like, well, did he read plays? He probably read plays, and 
And then I was thinking, have you ever read a scenario? Read a scenario? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't. I guess I don't know. Is there a difference between a how you write a play and how you like, like literally, like physically, when you're reading a play, uh-huh. and if you were to read a scenario, would it just look the same? Like dialogue after dialogue with a little bit of in between, like scene explanation. You mean so, like writing like a book? Is that what you mean? Like writing like a scene in a book versus like writing like a scene in a play? No, I mean like when people write movies. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay. Like when they write the scenario. Like I guess they write. I don't know. Like I'm, and I don't know if you know that. I think. Like, do they just write like prose? They just narrate the story, uh-huh. and then they put in dialogue, and mm. then the dialogue will look like a play. Because like plays are basically just back to back dialogue with a little bit of of scene explanation which then if you if it was to be acted on the stage then you would see it as a viewer this would probably be a good question for somebody who's written scripts for both tv and stage yeah um as somebody who's only written for the stage um (laughs) i what i would do is i would often like not storyboard but like kind of map out in my mind what i want the scene to be yeah and then from there, create dialogue by just sort of like free-forming the dialogue on paper. Mm-hmm. And then sort of reformatting, once I have in mind who I want to play those roles, like sort of reformatting to make it sound a little more in their voice. Mm-hmm. Like, And I, I know that's not a thing that most screen or uh, stage writers do because you can't really write to cast. Mm-hmm. But at that time, I, had a, a, who, I knew who I was working with. So I sort of tried to write more in their voice, but like yeah. certainly keeping in mind who is going to be playing these characters. Right. If you, if you can know that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Cool. It's an open-ended question then. Cause I, mm. I, um, I guess we'll have to get some famous screenwriters and playwriter playwrights on the podcast. I guess. So if any famous TV, gosh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Gosh, if any famous TV or movie writers or playwriters are out there listening and you want to come on the podcast, I, I guess you can. I guess we can have you on now. Yeah, because yeah. we brought up the thing you're yeah. good at. Yeah, I think we finally have an excuse to get some famous people on the oh, podcast. Finally. Oh gosh. So Aaron Sorkin, if you're not busy, <laughs> come on the podcast. Just casual. Yeah, just a casual. Easy peasy. Hey, uh, Aaron Sorkin, whatever. Come on the podcast. <laughs> See if we fucking care. <laughs> And I fucking dare you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and Loser. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, bet, I bet you're too chicken to come on the podcast, Aaron Sorkin. You feeling good about that? Hey, I don't care. Like, if he, if he, you know, like, whatever. If he wants to come, who am I to stop him? <laughs> coward. Not me. It's not like it's my house. <laughs> fucking coward. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't even fucking do it. Yeah, right. I think you like. Did you watch more Misfits without me knowing? <laughs> Got a I, lot look, of dude going. Look, I don't. I, whatever. Like, if he, you know, if he's too fucking chicken to do it, then like that's his fucking problem, not mine. Shit. I'm sorry, Aaron's organ. I'm not. <laughs> he wants. You got a problem? You can come tell me to my face right now. Oh boy. Anyways. Anyway, I was just curious. Like, I wonder if I were to read because I think you can buy. Like old scenarios, mm-hmm. like on the internet. Yeah, stuff. like I even think the the comic book store in Pike Place Market in Seattle. Yeah, the one, the Golden Ages mm-hmm. one, the one in the bowels there. 
has like scripts yeah. that you can read. Yeah. Like buy and read. And I wonder if it would feel like reading a play. That's all I wanted. That's all That's I That's it. Oh, well. Cool, you don't have Coolio. an answer. I don't. Um, I mean, I have a couple scripts here, like TV and and movie scripts on book, but... So you have read some. Yeah, but they're, I don't know how they're like, how people create them. I don't know the creative process. No, but did it feel like writing a play? A little bit, because there's, there's a little more like... Um, like character direction mm-hmm. in like plays because it's like a lot of stage movement and stuff versus like TV. I think there's a little more like technical jargon mm. in it. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways. Cool. Cool. Well, that'll do it for us yes. for this one. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. If you like this episode or any other episode, go ahead and give us a like, give us a review. Give us uh, a message. Mm-hmm. And make sure Aaron Sorkin hears this because I, you know you what? Tag Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, tag, send this, this, this to Aaron Sorkin's assistant. Make sure he hears this. Not to him specifically, to his assistant. Well, his, his assistant will make sure he hears it. Oh, I see. That's how it works. Yeah, because he's too chicken to do this on his own. Bok, bok, bok. Yeah, bok, 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 <laughs> punk. Oh my god. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. See you tomorrow, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. Bye.